It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. It's the best of the worst. B movie breakdown. This week on B movie breakdown, it's kill or be killed. There is no gray area. Not when Jason comes back alive. Because he's just... Like, you you resurrect a man, and he is all-powerful, and he's beyond anything that he was prior to this point in time. Evidently. That's just what happens. And it just keeps happening more and more throughout this series as he gets resurrected again and again. Just more of a belligerent zombie. He doesn't get... Resurrect a man... Live for a lifetime, teach him to resurrect, and the sequels get worse. <laughs> I guess. That's pretty it's, insightful. It's, it's true. After the, yeah, after this one, it is definitely definitely true. Well, the B-Movie Breakdown is a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in low-budget, less-known films of the past and present, home of the good, the bad, the what-the-fuck. Each week's movie will be revealed on the prior episode, so you two can join in on the madness. It's been a little hard lately, as most of these movies... Uh, on DVD or Blu-ray, or you can download them of some sort or stream them or some sort of other bullshit because they're not on Netflix, except for the eighth one. There, well, yeah. It's a weird one. To, it's licensing issues, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a... Uh, I think now you can get them all in one box set, but for a long time there was a Child's Play box set that came with all of them except for the first one. All the child, all the... Chucky movies. Yeah. So two, three... Bride and um, Seed of Chucky mm. came with all of them except, except for the first, first one because of like licensing issues. That's like like New Line owned these and they only had like a small part in the first one, but this other company owned it. Like was like no, we're not have, letting you have your movie in a box set. It's like on it's America's like, but now I think they're all you can get them all in one big box. But it's like I remember seeing that at the stores all the time and being like it's like so fucking stupid. Like come on, is it really worth it? Is that many people. I don't know. I guess a lot of people probably bought that box set. Yeah. It's a popular franchise. But then they had to buy a separate movie, which defeats the purpose of having a yeah. set. A but what set if they is got, a like, collection of things. But what if they one? got, like, a sweet, like, collector's edition of, like, the first one? Is it, like, a Criterion? I don't <laughs> like know about that. Play? There, I own a Criterion edition of Armageddon, so there's been crazier what? things. Oh, God. Criterion. It's out of print, but I own it. Yay, yay, yay. Because why not? There's like 30 extra minutes of the movie. And there's like discs upon discs of Michael Bay spewing things out of his mouth that are hilarious. That aren't words. Oh, yeah. You can't get that on the regular DVD, Gina. No. Only on Criterion. Is it like the... uh, Never mind, I already made that joke. It's like Criterion Collection for those who don't want to miss a thing. Yeah. You didn't say that though. I did say don't want to miss a thing. Oh, all right. Like sure, use the punchline in a different. Yeah. Oh, all right. Whoops. I was like, you didn't use that entire joke. Anyways, Armageddon. It. Well, uh, you can listen to us if you subscribe on iTunes on our website bnbpodcast.com or on Stitcher. You can reach us on our site, email, Twitter, all of that jazz. Uh, BNB Podcast is the way to go for all of that uh, jazz. In case <laughs> you don't remember, Rexy. I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. This week. We are uh, continuing, but kind of, and we'll probably pick them up at some point, maybe later on down the line. I'm sure Jason X will pop into the time frame because it's so B movie horrible. It's beyond most things. I mean, I wanted to see him take Manhattan, but <clears throat> he. D- it's like you can watch like the last twenty minutes of the movie, and that's then it. that's. It's him on a boat most of the movie, and then they get to Manhattan in like the last twenty minutes. And he doesn't even take it. Like the no. T Rex. He just like goes there. Briefly. He punches a dude's head off though, like a. Guy in the alleyway that's like, I'm gonna fight you, and he's like, Jason's just like, I'm urban. They do. I feel like they portrayed New York pretty well, like '80s New York. It's like really dingy and like dirty and gross, and I think that they did a pretty good job in that. They did the same thing when Kurt Russell was escaping from it. This is true. Same same thing with LA when he was escaping from that. Yeah, all those shithole cities. That's why Chicago's the best. Mm. He didn't have to escape there. No. Maybe it just didn't exist though anymore. No one ever, like, takes over Chicago. That's not true. In, Transfor- in Transformers well, 3, it was completely destroyed. Well, the Joker did, but that was God. Heath Ledger, R.I.P. Let's pour out some sleeping pills. 
Or my dead homie. Jeez, I took that a little far. Well, it's not like too soon. It's it been is. a little while. It is. I just found out. <laughs> it's been a little I while. I just found out last week. You know this dial-up connection finally <laughs> loaded my home page. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, still grieving over, over the news, okay? The one that really pissed me off when that happened was that Brad Renfro died and everyone was just like, man, whatever. I'm sorry, but Heath Ledger took a bunch of pills and peaced out. Okay, How I How did Brad Renfro die? He was addicted Seriously? to heroin. So sleeping pills or heroin, and but which I one's mean, worse? Brad Renfro was my childhood crush, and he was in the client. You were, yeah, I was gonna say you're a really big fan of the client. I was into him. What other movies was, was he in? Tom Huck, Tom and um, Tom and Huck with JT, JTT. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Not JT. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Okay. You wouldn't remember. You weren't like an eight-year-old girl in the 90s. I vaguely remember the movie existing. I remember The Client. I yeah. remember that movie. But then he was in a bunch of different, like, weird drug movies. Like, Bully. Oh. He was in drug movies, and then he died <laughs> yeah. in drugs. But, I mean, he was always, like, a street kid. But they never, like, introduced him at the Oscars, the, the death thing. I'm sure they did, like, during the in-memoriam they thing. They didn't. They maybe, snubbed him. Maybe they're because they're like, we don't well, deal with heroin deaths of un, of uh, losers. Whatever. <laughs> There's been way more losery. Yeah, name a good movie he was in. He was Other in, than The Client. I think he was in Alpha Dog. That wasn't was, a good movie. It was a good movie. With J- Justin Timberlake? Yeah. No, the other movie's terrible. No, it's not. Was, I don't even know if he's in it. But he was. That's a terrible movie with Emil Hirsch. That's a terrible movie. Yeah, no, I liked it. I, never I like Alpha Dog. It was like a true story of some yeah, like it was gangster. Yeah, Johnny Hollywood. Like, stupid bull. Oh, I'm so cool. I have all these women. They were like stuff. drug runners, and, like, and they kidnapped one of the guys that owed them money's younger brother. And he played video games and thought he was cool. And they didn't think they were gonna have to kill him. But then they told someone they kidnapped him, and the parents freaked out, and they took him to like a very. F- remote place and shot him in the back of the head and buried him in the desert. Okay. But like up until... Yeah, no, you don't have to sit through the movie because it's not that good. But up until that point, he was like friends with them and he was like having a good time. Yeah. But I don't know how we got onto Heath Ledger even. Uh, I don't know. Because this this week we we watched Friday the 13th Part 6 Jason Lives. Or Jason Lives Friday the 13th Part 6. Jason Lives again for Back from the Dead. But he's never really officially died. That's ridiculous. Until the fourth one. Like, the third one he got, like, axed to the head, but, like, he wasn't, like... He was just taken out, like, a stretcher and just kind of, like, woke up. (laughs) I don't know. Was he, like, considered dead? I don't know. I don't know if I've... I don't know. I guess he was dead. I don't know. Well, he was brought back from... Well, this time he... There's not a doppelganger. It's not some stupid bullshit... uh, Captain Carl or whatever... Janitor Carl or whatever the guy's (laughs) name was... That was going around killing people... It's a uh, full-on Jason. Not just zombie Jason. It is kind of zombie well, Jason, is. but he's more of a zombie. Franken Jason. I, yeah, I really don't see too many zombies going around killing people with knives and rip twisting their heads off and uh, you know bending them backwards in half, stuff like that. Usually yeah, there's just, a lot of. It was more like I told her I felt like more violent. This one was really violent, and I re- and I really like this one. And it's interesting that this one is uh, had no nudity. There was a sex oh, scene, but no nudity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They had to cut it to keep the ultra violence. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I guess because there was ultra vi- a lot of ultra violence. I almost thought at one point he was gonna. I forgot that he didn't kill any of the kids because he comes oh, very yeah. close to killing multiple children. Mm-hmm. But he uh, he does not. Which is interesting. In the next one, uh, the new blood. That one, I on the DVD, they talk about how they had to cut a lot of things out of the movie because um, movies being shown on TV were becoming more prevalent and they wanted it to be able to be shown on TV without having to cut so much for TV. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's PG-13 necessarily, maybe language or something, but it definitely is not. Like, there's, like, things that could have been a lot more violent and they're not. Except for when he takes a girl in a sleeping bag and whacks her up against a tree. That's terrifying. It's pretty, pretty awesome scene for a movie that's not that good, but um, in this one it, uh, we continue with Tommy Jarvis. He's back for a third time. Uh, it's pretty rare for horror movies like this to continue a character that many times mm-hmm. throughout a movie. Even um, Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis is only in the first two, and then she didn't come back till way H2O. later. H two O, 
And then um, Resurrection, when she died in resurre- in the beginning of Resurrection, because we need a Buster Rhymes to come in and show off his karate moves from playing Street Fighter. Yeah. Woosa, woosa, woo-ha. Trick or treat, motherfucker. Woo-ha. I remember when I said Moves, Misa, Misa. <laughs> Yeah, you sound like no. Jojo Binks over there. No. <laughs> Woo-ha. Wasn't that the one? Yeah. With Janet Jackson? Was it with Janet Jackson, Woo-ha? I don't know. He just had, like, uh, the one video, and it was, like, The Last Dragon, and he had, like, the glasses on. He was like, Leroy. I don't know. It was a music <laughs> video, and it was, like, basically, they like, redid the entire Last Dragon. Um, anyways, so Tommy goes to find Jason's body in this one, and finally... Like, make sure that he's, his body's there and he is, like, dead. Mm. And I love that he brings his, like, buddy, this, like, buddy along from some sort of mental institution, whatever they escaped from. Right. And that he brought um, the mask with him. I thought that was hilarious. Huh? Like, they're running through the graveyard and they just have this mask Here with them. Here you go, them. buddy. Like, his friend wasn't like, oh, why are you bringing, like... Didn't he have the mask? Why didn't he have... Oh, he... Tommy had the mask? Yeah. For all those years? I don't remember him having it for some reason. I thought, I don't know, I thought Jason had it. Well, he chopped Jason up. He might have just had it at the end of the third or fourth one. I don't know. Did yeah, Corey Feldman at, have at it? At the end of the third one, um, he when he died, he wasn't, or the end of the fourth one, he, when he died, he wasn't he wearing it. put it on. He wasn't wearing the mask. No, he, he put wore, it on. Tommy put it on. That was at the end of the fifth one. Right, so he had uh, But I really feel like this movie is, like, acting like that that one kind of didn't happen. Well, because it was... They don't mention guy. it. All they talk about is the fourth one in this one. They don't mention the fifth one. They don't mention Tommy going through all that again. Well, they said it was... That's why they did this one, because the one before it was had poor fan reception or yeah. something. And this one is definitely uh, full-on fan service, I feel like. I Honestly, I think I like this one the best out of all of them. It's not slow... Yeah. It's very fast paced. It just it once it starts in the beginning. He's back alive, and it just goes. It just doesn't stop. Yeah. And I think that's one of the best things about it is that it's not. It doesn't have that like slow build like some horror movie. I mean, some of these do kind of like you get these like let's learn who the people are. It's like well, we don't need to learn. We already know who Tommy is. And then these other people that are here and there, you get quick glimpses of them, but you don't need like. Oh, here's this guy, and we need to know everything he's ever done in his, his life. His mother's going through chemotherapy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, like you learn little bits through Tommy, from the through from about these people, as opposed to just individually. Like, oh, here's Shelley, and he's go, he's all sad, and he has no masks. Never fuck him. And Nobody likes Shelley. <laughs> Even this far into the series, yeah. Shelley, you suck. You're the worst character ever. <laughs> It was weird. It was funny when he called that girl a bitch, though. I have to admit. It's a masochist. <laughs> Misogynist? Yeah, whoops. It was masochist. Whoops, whoopsies. Uh, it, was, it was, but it was also very funny. <laughs> Just walking away. Bitch. That's how it is for women. Yeah, Gamergate. Think yeah, about it. Yeah, don't even get me started. Think about it. Think about it, Gamergate. No. Uh, <laughs> don't even... Uh yeah, so they go and they dig. They go to dig up the body, and that's how the whole movie starts. And the corpse is disgusting. Uh, maggots. Tommy starts having flashbacks. Yeah, there's maggots galore, like, like just falling off his face when he gets up <laughs> off the ground. And I love how he goes over to the, <laughs> and just rips off a piece of like the gate. Like who? How did Tommy get so strong? Mm-hmm. It was rusty. It was rusty and loose already, and so, you know, and then he starts stabbing. Like, Jason's body with it. And he, at one point, yells at um, Adam, Fuck you, Jason! <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. I think I was just like, oh. I don't even know it why. Was, it would have been more like, Fuck you, Jason! Why? <laughs> I remember making fun of his he voice. He had a weird voice. Oh, yeah, he did have a weird he voice. He had this weird, like... He did. Christian Slater with a stroke. Yeah, kind of. Canadian yeah. thing happening. He <laughs> sounded a lot... He sounded kind of to me like Kathy Bates and... American Horror Story, this one. Where she yeah, she's like got like weird, the weird accent. I don't know if that's Canadian or... I think she's supposed to be Canadian. What? Because her, her accent reminds me of uh, Roddy Piper. Mm-hmm. Roddy Piper has that like thick, like northern Canadian accent like that. Yeah. Kinda reminds she's me got of. a weird thing going on. But that's, he remi- his accent reminded me of like just something yeah. weird. And I'm like, what else is going to happen when you're stabbing a dead body with a giant metal rod? During a thunderstorm. (laughs) Obviously, Ben Franklin. 
Because lightning's gonna strike it and reanimate the body. Despite the fact that it was rotting. Exactly. It doesn't matter. No, that's like, I think that's one of the charms about this movie, that it really feels like it doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. And I think that at the point of this series, when you're on number six, and you had the last one that was so bad, like, where else do you go? Like, you you gotta just go crazy. You gotta just be like... We're going to go balls of the wall, and it's going to be out of control, but it's it's still going to be, like, badass. It's not going to be, like... And, and you know what? I don't, I don't know how many horror movies before this really did that, and up until, like, maybe Scream was breaking the fourth wall. Mm-hmm. And this movie did it quite a few times. There was, like, the gravekeeper, and he was like, I told them not to do whatever. Yeah. Like, looked right at the camera and, like, said stuff, and it's just Crazy like... Kids. And even Jason, at one point, I think, looks right at the camera... And isn't looking at anybody. It's necessarily he's just looking like right at the camera. And I don't know. Can think it was, it was a... like a staring part? Isn't that the the part? Oh no, never mind. I really liked his uh, the makeup though they did on his like the makeup job they did on his face before he put the mask back on. Mm-hmm. I thought his face was like super scary looking. It wasn't like cartoony, and it wasn't like. He wasn't, like, super deformed anymore. Well, obviously, he's been rotting, so he's not doesn't have, like, a super deformed look. I look so much better now that I'm in beauty sleep. Yeah, he's, he just looked, like, super just gross and super scary. And then just starts going to town. I mean, he's stronger than ever. He, he like, rips uh, the head. His heart out. The, yeah, he punches through a man's chest and pulls his heart out through the other <laughs> side. Is that Horseshack? <clears throat> I think so. Yes, it is, Yeah. And then he's just, he's literally just stronger than ever, and then there's a James Bond opening. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. He, he, I remember it zooms in on out. his eyeball, and then it's like, the, the music starts playing, and then he, instead of shooting the gun, he cuts through the eye, and blood starts spewing out. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's just, I mean, that's how you, you can, that's how you know the movie is the direction it's going in. It's not it's taking it. license to kill. Yeah, it's not taking itself seriously, it's just going to town. Um, speaking of towns, Crystal Lake is now called Forest Forest Green. Green. Yeah. They're, uh, trying to forget everything. I could see that happening in real life. Yeah. I could definitely see that happening. Mm -hmm. We don't want to talk about these terrible things that happen here. We're a different thing now. Yeah, we're new. (laughs) Don't talk about that. I don't want to know about that. Um. What about uh, Camp Blood, though? What about it? I don't know. It was Camp Forest Green. Yeah, it was Camp yeah, Forest right. Green. But it was never called Camp Blood. Like, <laughs> never, not even in the first one, where they're like, well, we're setting up Camp Blood. <laughs> well, nothing bad can happen here. I just feel like little monikers like that don't, you can't make that stuff go away. No, because the kids clearly still knew, like, right. had been telling the tale throughout the years. Because at this point, Tommy is, like, in his 20s. Yeah, what year was this yeah. supposed to take place? Like, years later. Because the movie only came out, what, two years after the fourth one. And yeah, it's 86. And Tommy's face is so, completely Well, like, that's different. what I was saying in the last one, though. Because, like, you, you you reach Tommy in the fifth one, and he's about, like, he's like a teenager. Uh-huh. So it's like, you went from, like, I don't know, eight years old to, like, 16 years old? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then to, like, 25. 20. And then to, like, 25. <laughs> so, like, the time, like, jumps. Yeah. So, like, Jason's just been rotting for, like, I don't know, fucking, fucking, like, like 18 years now or something. But they still have the same technology. <laughs> this is true. Uh-huh. It, I, think the, the, I think the route that they go and they do it best is by not saying what year mm-hmm. it is. Yeah, because You know what I mean? Because instead, of, like, years. if you went back and, like, we're going back and watching these, we'll be like, look, they think that that's what, like, 2003 was like. Mm. <laughs> but, like, no, because they're just saying, they're just, this is the timeline, they're not mentioning, like, time being a thing. It's just, like, this character's older, they're just, like, the world is the same. It's not like, yeah. okay, we're gonna have, like, iPhones and everything else and whatever, so, I mean, because, you know... Like, Back to the Future, like, next year, we're supposed to have, like, flying cars, and I'm sure, like, there'll be, like, 500 million things on the internet, like, why don't we have this yet? Why don't we have this yet? Like, can't you just leave a fucking movie alone for just being, like, silly? have a hovercraft. Yeah. Hoverboards, Hoverboards. There's those people that made the hoverboard. behind a train. They made that hoverboard, and it looks awesome. The one that Buzz Aldrin was riding on? I don't know. They made it, and it only works on a certain service right now? Yeah. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, they... They had one of the original Moon Men on the hoverboard. Yeah. That's so sweet. It is sweet. I had Moon Boots from Nickelodeon. It's not the same. Yeah, those were just like 
plastic they're pieces. Dangerous. With elastic. They're, yeah, they're yeah. plastic pieces of junk and you could just like. They're basically like shallow buckets with rubber bands in them. What it what, what it always seemed like to me is like, I never had one. Not I never they're had the dangerous shoes. As fuck. No, I never had the shoes or uh, what I was going to mention, but it's like the poor person's version of a trampoline. I was just thinking about how how it would work if you were wearing moon boots on a trampoline. Not well. Not well. You <laughs> smack yourself. I in the remember face. somebody having them and going to somebody's house, and they wore them on the trampoline, and you just did exactly what you would do on a trampoline. Yeah, except, but it weighed you down more, so you were not yeah. having as much fun. You were just like, I need to take these off to have fun. Well, also there were hazardous because if you're like me, there's just flailing limbs everywhere. The rubber bands sometimes would send the plastic parts like shooting into a different direction, but they're still attached to your feet. So the bottom is like going shooting out diagonally in front of you, and then you step down, and you're like stepping on this plastic piece, and you're flying all over the place. It's pretty much one of the most unsafe toys I ever had, for being a clus- klutzy kid, and well into adulthood. Maybe I didn't get you an easy bake oven. Yeah, no, I burnt that shit down. Oh, so you had one. I don't cook. I just consume the food. That's not my job. So you had one. An easy bake oven. Yeah. Fuck that. No, I hung out with all. You just said boys. you burned it. No, I said I would have burned oh, it. Oh, you would have burned it. I thought you went, I burned that shit down. So I was no, like, oh, well, I would have burned that shit down. But I hung out with all, like, like dude boys. There, were, there weren't any girls dude in my neighborhood. I, I had creepy girls. crawlers, which was just the boy version mm-hmm. of Easy Bake Oven. It was yeah. the same thing with a different color. I like those better. <laughs> you couldn't eat those, though. Because I wasn't scared to, like, make, yeah, you like, could I eat think them. eventually they made, like, a gelatin. Not the original ones. You the original ones you couldn't eat. They were just mm-hmm. plastic. Uh-huh. Like a rubbery but yeah, I plastic think they made, thing. Like gelatin ones. Yeah, they yeah eventually. Eat. I never had the eating. I think by the time they had those, I was my creepy was crawler machine cool. was stacked away. I had made enough creepy crawlers and never did any. Because what did you do? What would you do? What'd you do with them? <laughs> Throw them around. Oh, scare your sister. Look, it's a snake. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> this one's tie dye. <laughs> yeah, I made this. I made the scorpion three colors. Cause pink scorpion, green scorpion. Cause bored. I ran out of all the black. Yeah, yeah I'm bored already. Yeah. Basically, I'm bored. But I do think '80s kids' toys were the best. That's all. I'll still there's say. Some, and '90s. There's some cool kids' toys now. When you go to the toy store, there's some fucking cool toys. Made out of computers. No, I've seen a, a squirt gun that is like a giant. Like it looks like a, I don't know, like the big BFG from like fucking Doom. It's like this massive thing, and it has, you, like, pump it with this giant handle, and it shoots out, like, a water spray, like, this big. Isn't Does that it have what a backpack? You're... No, it doesn't. It's, like, one giant cannon thing that holds, like, a mass amount of water. Isn't that what you're in the air? Um, it has, like, a handle like this. playing with those. You go like this. It's like, you gotta, like, it's like, you gotta hold it like this. It's so huge. It looks so awesome. I was like, why didn't I have that when I was a kid? I thought that's what Keller's kids were playing with. And like Nerf guns, I'm sure they've gotten more awesome. Uh, I can't imagine them getting s- stupid. <laughs> when I was a kid, they just, just kept like, getting better. They started off with like nothing, and then you know kept getting better and better. Each barrel of this Gatling gun has a Gatling gun. Yeah, there is though. There's like the one gun that like you take it apart, and it's like six guns. Like guns I would have, I would have loved that as a kid. A gun <laughs> that turns into six guns. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Double down. I feel like toys are one thing that, like, don't get, like, worse. I feel like they just get, they just, for kids, if you're a kid, they're just always awesome. Like, kids now will be like, the kid, toys we had were the best, and they'll be saying the same thing you're saying yeah. now. Or, like, people, like, 20 years older than, than us are like, the toys we had were the best, the Mego fucking but, but then you're gonna Spider-Man. But then you're going to get to a generation where all they had was a fucking can to kick around. Right. <laughs> that yeah. was the best I think toy that ever. That's what you mean. Every, every generation has, like, that. the best toy. Or a barrel ring and a stick. Yeah, like, Jacks, they're the best toys ever. <laughs> How many can you pick up? I bet Operation was fun. Paddle ball. Voluntarily electrocute yourself while we play this game. Yeah, you know who didn't get to have any toys? Jason Voorhees. Yeah. He was drowned in the in the water. He drowned. He couldn't play with any toys. I mean, I'm pretty water sure he wings. had like a <laughs> bunch of water rings. No one cared about him. They just let him drown while they made Whatever. out. Whatever. Too busy having sex to care about a small mentally challenged boy when he's swimming. Yeah. Doesn't, Doesn't matter. Had sex. Doesn't matter. I had sex. Mm-hmm. Tons no, of people have died thing. because of this reason. Because I had sex, but it doesn't matter. I had sex. Yeah, that's probably is how that guy felt. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, I'm sure. Sorry uh, about your kid. But yeah, uh, Jason from uh, like throughout the movie he just goes on like a massive killing spree. I really like when he they there's that couple in the Volkswagen. Yeah. Okay. And he has this like spear with him still from the the gate. Mm-hmm. And I remember here uh, either in the commentary or maybe it's like on the like just the DVD interviews. Uh, they talk about how the guy who played Jason in this one was like an ex-marine or something like that. Uh-huh. So he's very like he took the role very seriously, and he was like a stuntman, ex-marine turned stuntman, mm-hmm. and he took the role very seriously. And so, like due to like previous training, if you notice when he goes and stabs that thing through the window, and the woman like jumps out of the car to the right, I guess he was supposed to just step straight in. But like, dude, like his in his head, just like go for Train the target. Killer. He he, the spear thing goes after her, and like literally almost like stabbed her for real, during the making of the movie, because he was just supposed to go straight into the driver's seat. Instead, he follows, and you can totally see it. And when you're watching, it, like he goes diagonal after her. Maybe he's just a good actor. Yeah, seriously, it made it look awesome. Yeah, he ends up. Does he? He drowns her. She's like in a puddle. Yeah, and I just hate when it's like. All of a sudden, I've become incapacitated by two inches of water. No, I think he cut her throat or something, and yeah, then he throws he her face into the water. Well, he, like, leaves her alone. Yeah, because he, he walks away, but then he comes up behind her when she's on the ground and does her in. He slits her throat. Yeah, and I think like so. And then, but he didn't just drown her in, like, a puddle no. of water. No. But she did fall Why would Jason do that to somebody? She, what? Drown them. I don't just know. Drown. Just drown. Because he, he drowned. But, exactly. You'd think he'd be terrified of it. He... Um, when she falls into the puddle of water, her, like, wallet falls out, and then there's, like, an American Express card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I even said product placement. It's like, it's like, there's not product placement in really any of these movies, and... You can tell when they started making money. And it's like, but I mean, in, in, in a lot of horror movies, it's like, really, I feel like it's kind of hard to do something like that, and yeah. this one just... American Express card floats in a puddle, puddle of mud and blood. I don't always lose my wallet, but when I do, I'm dying. Yeah, it could be worse. It could be like separate me. Could be like Batman and Robin, where he's like, "Bat card, never leave the cave without it," and Mm. has like the American Express logo. Yeah, those movies were terrible for that product placement. The which ones? I think just that one. I I feel like there was rife with it. Like the Tim Burton ones, for some reason, I feel like. I don't remember much products being, actual products being used at all in the movie. Well, maybe that's true then. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like Tim Burton is definitely somebody who would probably not do that. I don't know, man. Maybe nowadays, because he's just remaking everything and reboots. Johnny Depp wanted him to do it. No, his new movie doesn't look that bad. His new movie doesn't look that bad. And nobody, no usual people are in it. Wait, what's think, that one? It's like big eyes. Like somebody's like a painter and they paint oh, the yeah, big yeah, eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's about the Keens. Christoph Waltz or whatever is in it. Yeah, that's uh, Tim Burton's doing yeah, that? Yeah, it's his new movie. Oh, I'm excited. I was like, that actually looks like a good movie. I was like, wow, he had a, a good idea for once. My like, mom has like one of the prints of that. And then when I was little, I was obsessed with those paintings. Just like big, huge eyes. It's like this girl with big eyes and she's holding a cat. Oh, the one you spilled coffee on? Yeah, my mom was like convinced that we ruined it. And I was like, Mom, when you gave that to me, it had that on there. Anyway, it was just a moment of like senility where I was very frightened because that stain's been on there for like 20 years and she tried to tell me I did it. Um... Any, uh, I, don't I don't know, know how to transition from that. <laughs> no, yeah. there, there was a killer right there. The, uh, uh, one thing I thought was really weird about this movie was the character Megan, who is the sheriff's daughter. She's a sloop. Yeah, but why is she, why was she like so like She's infatuated? She's She was just horny. She was horny and she maybe she was just really into like possible killers. Yeah. Like, he might have killed, boy. He might have killed people. Like She just thought he was misunderstood. She probably thought like if he's a killer I could change him. I can make him love me, and he'll be Well, she, she did. He did love her at the end. Yeah. Well, I mean, he wasn't a killer either, so she probably no. was like, damn it. He, well, I mean, he kills Jason at the end, and he's killed yeah. Jason previously, so he is a kill a killer of killers. He yeah. kills killers, yeah. which like is... He's, he's more like a vigilante. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But less Which like, is still looked down upon in the eyes of the law. Yeah, you As should. you can tell by Sheriff, what was his name, Grisham? I don't remember. 
Her dad. Garrus. Garrus. Oh, Garrus. I thought you were trying to think of Commissioner Gordon. No. And you were saying it way wrong. <laughs> I was just like, I, oh, you don't know anything I, about I didn't, I didn't know we were still talking about Batman. I, we're not. Oh. Okay. I just thought you were trying to compare Vigilante How did her dad die? To Batman. No. Like <laughs> no, I was talking about how her dad <laughs> still looked down upon him, even though he was a Jason killer. Yeah. Well, yeah, he just was like, you're messed up in the head, you're weird, get in this cell. Yeah. And then the other guy was even weirder, like, I got a laser on my gun. Oh, yeah, that Like, guy. the biggest laser that probably should go on a rifle or some other big weapon, but I'm going to put it on my small gun. Didn't she, that girl, take that from him, too, the mm. one time they busted out? Yeah, she was like, Look, or he goes, wherever the red dad goes, bang, or some, some yeah. stupid line like that, because he had said it earlier in the movie to... To Tommy, something s- stupid about that's that. That's what it was. Um, I also really liked the graveyard, the gravekeeper, uh, groundskeeper guy. The drunk guy. Yeah, because he was just like so worried about losing his job, mm-hmm. uh, for the grave being dug up. He was oh just, no, Jason! Like they did it again. Like just put some other guy in there. Yeah. <laughs> He he doesn't realize. He just sees the foot hanging out of the grave. Put this guy back in there. He doesn't open the box to confirm. Why would you? Why would you want to? Exactly. So he just puts the foot back in, shuts the thing. He's paid to dig the graves, not identify the body. Exactly. So he just was like, God damn! He just thinks it's Jason's foot, even though it looks like a new shoe, not some sort of decayed body (laughs) or decaying shoe or something, you know. A brand new like Nike. Who's on another? <laughs> Jason was. I think a, they were like duck boots. J- yeah, there we go. If maybe if they were boots, it looked more like Jason's uh, shoes. There, uh, I and um, um, got these new Jordans. Did you guys notice uh, throughout the movie the amount of Alice Cooper being played? Yeah. There's uh, two. A there's two songs that they play the by him, but they play them multiple times. Yeah. There's a man behind the mask, which is the Jason, the song he wrote for the movie, which I think it's funny that they're listening to in the movie. And it's not like I like I like how it's just not being played. They're actually listening to it and like enjoying it. Like the RV people. Yeah, and then well, when they're in the RV, they're listening to Teenage Frankenstein. Uh-huh. So there's like just Alice Cooper. I think there's a third song, maybe even in the credits, that's not either of those. <laughs> For some reason, they were just like, "Who's creepy and scary?" Alice Cooper. I put that on my playlist, my Halloween playlist. The he's back. Mm-hmm. Well, he was like. I don't even remember, like, Marilyn Manson. And, like, I don't know. He was always, like, the scapegoat for creepy. I don't remember him. If something was creepy. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like, not do you remember. He's just all constantly getting the shaft for, like, you're weird and evil, probably. So, I mean. Well, yeah. I mean, that's how Alice Cooper was back in the day, too. Like, yeah. people and were like, he's the devil. Was... He's cutting off his head. He's and a soothsayer. The... Snakes. Magic before that, sick. it was Elvis. Yeah, yeah, right. Naturally. Elvis, Alice Cooper, Marilyn Manson. Duh. That's the progression. I mean, that, that pelvis was straight from the pits of hell. It was. It's true. Before Scum taught him how to dance, so that's okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's true. True story. They did have all that historical footage. Mm-hmm. They did. And he was in it. That makes sense. That wasn't photoshopped mm-hmm. or, and, you know, digitally put in or anything. They didn't have that kind of stuff back then. No. They didn't add in three extra hours of footage to make you fall instantaneously asleep. Did you know there was a uh, sequel to Forrest Gump? Because there was, like, right. a book originally. Yeah. And then there's a book, a sequel to Forrest Gump. A book sequel? Yeah, a book okay, sequel. Okay, I get that. Yeah, there's a book say. sequel to Forrest Gump. No movies. No. When no was way. there? When, when you have heard about this? I'm sure. <laughs> the epic sure, sequel to Forrest would, Gump. It would have been terrible. I'm sure. Like, you can only capture magic ones. I like Forrest Gump. No, I liked it. It's just long. It's long. It's a long movie, but like, I don't know. It's one of those like one of those movies when it's on TV and you just like turn it on and you just find yourself kind of watching it. Right after eating Thanksgiving dinner. Is that yeah. what you do all the time? Watch Forrest Gump after Thanksgiving. Eat Thanksgiving. Dinner while Is that a Forrest movie Gump? that comes on now on Thanksgiving? I don't know. I guess just, it makes sense. It just that's the only time I'll sit down on like the couch and watch TV. Like, Is it after Thanksgiving? Yeah, I mean, that's like the only watch. time I can ever remember like wanting to sit down on the couch and watch TV. I feel like there's just times where I don't know, I'm flipping through and I'm just like, oh, there's this on. Oh, this is on, and I don't even realize I'm watching it. And then it's like, I don't know. I've done that with some movies where I'm just like, I just started watching it, and then like, oh yeah. And somebody would be talking about it, and they'd be like, why did you watch that movie? I'd be like, I don't know, it was on TV, and I was like, I wonder how that is. Like, uh, it's like uh, Diary of the Wimpy Kid 
movie? What? I right watched now. that. I watched that one night. I mean, the book is whatever, but... I watched it one night, and I was like, this is kind of entertaining. I was like, why did I watch this whole movie? Is I don't know. It kind of, like, mesmerized me. It's just like, one of those you just feel like you're like, I can't... Like, I could turn the channel or turn this off or watch something else, but I'm not. Why? Yeah. I don't know. And then I've seen all the other ones because I saw that first one. Oh my god, no. <laughs> what? You, you got a fan for life. Well, they're on HBO. I'll just see it on HBO like on demand or something. I'm like, oh, there's a new one of those. How many are there? I don't know, three maybe. Wasn't the one with They're kind of funny. The little chubby kid's funny. The little redheaded chubby kid. Did He's kind of funny. Did they ever de-wumpify? Kind of. I think they had to stop making them because they, like in the third one, the puberty seemed to be catching up to that kid. And then he was just like a sociopathic killer. Oh my god. Die over a wimpy kid. Carrots up audition for the fourth one. Yeah. As the the main kid or the red-headed chubby kid? The wimpy kid. Oh. He has some big muscles, though. Mm. That's a movie we need to watch. I think I mentioned that before. Chairman of the Board. Carrot oh, top movie. I'll have to mentally prepare myself for that. Smoke a giant. Like six More of More than them. that. Like six of them. Yeah. That's never going to come So back. many things. So many things need to be involved when you're watching Jeremy. <laughs> I'm like not Chairman even afraid of, of clowns, and I think that the prospect of watching Carrot Top do anything is terrifying. I, I uh, uh, saw him do stand-up before. I, somebody had tickets, and I went with. And uh, it was actually pretty entertaining. I've seen him be funny. I was in high school, and somebody had an extra ticket at the Rialto to go see Carrot Top. And there, I didn't have to pay for it. So why not go to see something? <laughs> if they offered you carrot top tickets, you should have said, "Why not Gallagher?" <laughs> I was just gonna say, you should have just gone see Gallagher. That's all. Yeah, but Gallagher's just smashing things. At least, yeah. Like, carrot top had like a set, a pose as other than just the props. He also did like a set. See, my rationale is carrot top says nothing. I'm watching Gallagher smash stuff. I don't want to just see somebody smash in a world something. where I have to do one or the other. I would choose Carrot Top. I would choose Carrot Top over Gallagher. I mean, I don't find Gallagher funny or as a comedian. I don't even I don't understand. Want to watch? I don't even understand how that's funny. I don't understand how that was ever a thing. I was always a Judy Tenuta fan myself. So Almost like a like Yakov Smirnoff. I don't. How that, it's not funny either. It's just like in Russia, we do this. You know, ever do this? Go do this. Every joke. Every joke's the same. What? Did you like Borat? Borat was funny. Okay. But he was like fucking with people and that's what made it funny. He wasn't just going on stage and being like, in the United States, this has happened. In Russia, this has happened. That was like Yakov Smirnov's like entire thing. Uh, why are we talking about Yakov Smirnov? <laughs> because uh, all the Friday the 13th ones are, like I told them, I was like, I'm having trouble remembering the people because my brain just keeps replacing well, them with other people. Because you don't really need to remember anybody except for Tommy Jarvis. I remember that sissy girl because her name was Sissy. Well, in this, like, you don't really need to remember anybody except for Tommy. Right. Tommy and Jason. That's the feud. It's like, it's, that's the feud. That's the rivalry. Yeah. Everybody else is expendable. They're they're, that... they're They're trying to make you care about something, which is rare in these movies, like... You know, it's like, in the Halloween movies, they get to, like, it's his niece that he's after, and then it's like, then it's like, Paul Roddy's after, and then it's like, oh, he was being controlled by a cult the whole time, and <laughs> what? That's the direction you took these movies? Um, at least these that were trying to make you care, as opposed to just giving you the middle finger, which is what happens after this one, they kind of just give you the middle finger. Um... Because it's just a zombie the whole rest of the time? Y- kinda, like yeah. Like a vegetable. Yeah. Well, I mean, more so. Uh, I liked the paintball game when they were playing paintball. We were talking oh, about yeah. paintball the other day. I was telling him, um, I was like, is this paintball? The, the paintball scene was hilarious because those people were taking it so seriously. Like a corporate paintballing event. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that A corporate happen. paintball outing with four people. Right, yeah. The boss, the head <laughs> corporate person, and then like three randoms. Like all dudes and a woman. Yeah, she was the boss. Oh, well, she should have gotten just been like, run, motherfucker. Because she was, like, pissed when they shot her. And, like, they're like, he's like, you can't shoot her. What are you doing? She's the boss. Yeah. Mm. And then, um, Jason rips the one guy's arm off. Yeah. That's what I mean. He's just, like, out of control. You don't need this. He rips the guy's arm off. He smashes the one guy into the tree, and the blood splatters on a smiley face that was on the tree. Oh, yeah. Because that was there. And that's how he gets the machete, because the one guy has a machete, because you know that's what you do when you're in the woods playing paintball. You need that machete. You, you need a machete. You gotta be tactical. That's what you protect yourself with. 
just to have to give to the killer when he comes over. Yes. Um, there were lots of cracking of skulls. There were a lot of cracking of skulls. And my favorite absolute... There were two parts in this movie that I absolutely loved. One was the RV scene. Mm-hmm. Because Jason just climbs aboard, he's hiding. In there, yeah. He's just hiding. How does he hide? He's so big. Yeah, I know, he, but he's in the bathroom. And that bathroom is tiny. Yeah. RV bathrooms are and tiny. And the dude is blasting the music when he's driving it. And he smashes that girl's face into the side of the RV, and it leaves an imprint of her face. <laughs> oh, yeah. That like... was awesome. And then he proceeds to walk to the front of the RV, slice that kid's throat, and just let the RV crash. Yeah. And then climb out on top and just yeah, stand and there. And just climb out on top, stand there, and walk away, and it, like, blew up. Like, that was, like, that's, like, one of the best, that's, like, everything you could want out of, like, Jason. Just, like, he's just a maniac, and this is what he's doing. But now he's a dead maniac. Yeah, he doesn't need more, he doesn't need more layers. Like, I feel like that explains it so well. Like, killing, just, like, not caring for his own self, just clearly just letting our entire RV just run off the road. Like, he doesn't know how to drive a car. He doesn't even know how to swim. No, he doesn't. He doesn't know much. He just knows killing. He knows kill, kill, killing kill. Killing is my business. Yeah. I liked that dude bro, too, that he killed. I liked that guy. Yeah, his name was Court. Yeah, Court. He was like, whatever, man. One of those kids, when he's talking to the kids, he's like, whatever, see what happens when you get a boner. And uh, why did... Uh, the one weird aspect of this movie is Tommy, he went and bought those books about the living dead. Yeah. Like, in one of those books, it told him how like that to drown people. Like, that's a way to kill, stop people from... I think it was like, put a pair of sunglasses on him and a Hawaiian shirt and just play voodoo music. That's what he was looking for. It's very weird that you mentioned that because this morning when I was eating breakfast, I was watching Waking to Bernie's. It was on like... You watching the second one, though? No, the first one. The it was movie. on like Encore or something. I was just like, oh, Waking to Bernie's. That's a movie that I will never not watch if it's on. What, Waking to Bernie's? Yeah. It's the second one. The second one makes me feel happier... But Weekend of Bernie's. I remember watching Weekend of Bernie's and thinking, like, that was when I first realized, like, oh, some people in life just, like, have a house at the beach and they're just, like, rich. And it's like, other people just come and they don't even notice that they're dead because they're so rich. And I don't know. That's not a thing, though, because it doesn't happen ever. That scenario never happens. No, but I just mean (laughs) that people. That's when I first realized about excess. Oh. People having. You could have a beach home. That was the first time that ever occurred to me. I remember when I was younger, I... It must have just been on, like, HBO or something way more. But the second one, I've seen more times. Oh, than the first yeah, one. the second one was I on. feel like the second one was always on. And I always I loved it when I was a kid. Just like, he's a dead body, and he's... Like, this is not creepy at all. I never thought about how creepy and weird it is. He's just a zombie. And now the kids do that Bernie dance, and they don't even know what they're doing. I saw one kid was doing it at work. Is it called the Bernie dance? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's the it's the dance he does when he is like, like Yeah, uh-huh. That's the Bernie. And like some kid at my work was doing it and I was like, hey, the Bernie and he's like, Yeah, what? And I was like, Don't you don't you understand what you're doing? And they're just like, I'm like twenty two And I was like, Oh, well, I'm gonna go now and cry myself into a puddle of tears at my desk. But yeah, the kids do the Bernie. No? Mm. Interesting. Um, we were talking kind of about how Jason is not the smartest person in the world, or being, or whatever you want to call him. Sharpest knife in the head. Um, like but he was. He. Me. I feel like the lightning did make him somewhat smarter because he cut the alarm at the camp. Hmm. Feel like lightning bolts made him slightly smarter it's and like aware ding. of those type of things. Because he never. He's never done anything like that before. Like. Cut phone cords or something, or... When know. did he cut the phone cord? In this one? Yeah. He didn't cut the phone cord, he cut the alarm. Oh, right, 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 right. I remember now. Yeah. So he's just all of a sudden... Um, Sissy, as you were mentioning, her head got twisted all the way around. Right, I remember that, like... And I remember yeah. telling him, like, holy shit. And, you know, another weird part was the car chase... Just like, why is this happening? Yeah, that was the one part where it was like, this is a really filler part. Like, we needed to kill like ten more minutes to get that ninety minute mark. Uh-huh. Or I think this movie's only eighty something minutes long. 
but like they still couldn't reach it, which they don't need to. I think that's a, I think that's a good thing for some horror movies. And yeah. Sometimes the shorter the better. Sometimes you're like two hours long. And you're like, you probably could have done out, done with that like entire like forty five minutes in the middle. Uh, I think it's a, be- a better thing. When... Especially if it's not going to be like thoughtful. If he's just going to be like a killing machine. Yeah, and then he kills so many. He kills all the the people running the camp. The one room they go in later on, and they don't really show the how much of the killing, but it's just full of blood. There's blood ever all over the walls, all over the ceiling. <laughs> like, and that one girl, uh, not Nancy. sissy, the Nancy. other girl. What? Not Nancy. That's the little Paula, maybe. Something. Yeah. Um, she goes in and she's looking for a sissy and stuff. He kills her. He stabs her. And then he shuts the door, and then it pulls out, and he smashes her through the window from yeah. the inside. Just so much, like, excess out. overkill. The overkills were funny, though. Yeah, just like, oh, this is just like, it's so, it was almost like comedic overkill. Well, you could see, like, you could just see the producers in your head, like, damn, then what she did, just, just, just throw it through, throw it through the window! There's somebody throwing through a window in every movie. Yeah. Yeah, the dog is thrown through the window in the one. And then the the second the, one the f- third the, the, the boyfriend the right? second one yeah uh, no the second one he comes to the window uh-huh. right at the end he comes to the window and grabs her yeah so the third one is the boyfriend, someone gets thrown through the window and then like the fourth in one is the though. dog. Just, oh boy, is somebody going through a window? Yeah. This time he just pushed her through the window and then brought her back inside. Mm-hmm. But her body was, was clearly like a dummy because it was just like flailing through the window. Just looks so unbelievably dead and just absurd. And then when Garrus and his team finally like believe everything and they're like, Tommy was here, he was with me, like there's no way. They go to the camp and Jason kills... The camp on um, the dock by throwing an arrow at him. Oh, why don't I remember this? He had he just like I guess because it's camp and there's bows and bow and arrow around. <laughs> he literally takes an arrow and just whips at the guy and it goes right into his eyeball. Oh, I remember that one now. Yeah, it's just um, the one cop is like trying to shoot Jason, and he realizes that that's not working because he's just shooting him and he's just not being affected at all anymore. And that guy's head gets crushed. Like, lots of crushing of a skull. But a shotgun blast does seem to stop him briefly. Like, he gets shot, rolls around, gets back up, gets shot. And then he grabs Sheriff Garrus and bends him backwards. And yeah! Back. And that was amazing. Him. That was Sit like my... my that's like my other favorite part of this movie. It's just, it's such an awesome kill. It's just so unbelievably, like, powerful. Because most of the time in these, up until this point, he's basically just always stabbed people. Mm-hmm. I think the one, well, in the third one, he crushed the guy's head and the eyeball was like, bloop! And, <laughs> in 3D! Yeah, it was so stupid. Edible. But for the most part, he's always just stabbing people. Or, or in some sort of creative way. And in this one, it's just like, stab through heart, push face through thing... You know, bend bodies backwards, crushing heads, twisting heads around. It's just, it's just sure, very much holistic. Yeah, over the top, just insane. And he made a door explode. What? To the one cabin where the uh, the girl was hiding with the kids. Uh, Megan is hiding. He yeah. comes into the door, and it just doesn't push it open. Literally, it just. The pieces of wood just fly everywhere. He literally just... I don't know what he did. Punched it? He just willed it. Or kicked it? Or what? But a door exploded. Like, there might as well have been... Stared at it threateningly. He's Frankenstein electric. Yeah, it was like a Michael Bay opening a door. It was just... Boom! Is that when all the kids are in there? Yeah. And, like, scream and stuff? Yeah, and then Tommy's like... Jason, use me you want! Because he's squeezing what's-her-face's head. Uh-huh. And then he's like, Jason, it's me! Is that the daughter, right? The slutty one? Yeah, Megan. She's... She can't decide if she's like 45 years old or 19. I couldn't decide. Why did she? Why did you get the impression she was 45 years old? No, she just some shots she looked old and then like older than him. And then some shots she looked like a teenager. So she had like a, one of those Seinfeld faces. Like in the light. Depending on the yeah. lighting, she looked like young. And then yeah, there were certain points gotcha. where like she I didn't really get that, but... I got what you're saying, but I didn't get it when watching the movie. Mm. Uh, 
Though, for as, as, um, as, like, insane as this movie is and ridiculous as it is and Jason just murdering, the ending is kind of like, like, I feel like they could have done more to kill him, but I mean, I guess not, though. Like, he's unstoppable at this point. Nothing's killing him. Why not drown the guy? Yeah. 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 The drowning kind of makes sense. It does make sense. Like, Like, removes, But it was just like, he, like, ring of fire on the boat. The ring of fire thing, I I think that's when I turned around and I was like, how would they do that? And then he was asleep. Yeah, he poured gasoline around the boat and then just threw his match. Yeah, well, I understand now how. Well, because multiple work. times he tried lighting on fire throughout the movie, and like the one time the match went out in the rain, and uh, so I don't know if he thought fire, fire was never a thing. The way but yeah, then he had like the giant boulder, and then he brings him down to the uh, the bottom of it, chains around his neck, and then propeller to the head and chest area. Yeah, that might have helped. I don't think it really didn't do much because he's kind of just floating there. He has nowhere else to go. Uh, but at the end, he's like still alive. Mm-hmm. Megan and Tommy get away. You know, he's Jason's still in the lake, and then they zoom on his face, and his eye opens up, and it's like on to the next still one. Still here. Yeah. My favorite was when it says on Wikipedia like that she revives him with CPR, and then it's like all the kids cheer. Yeah, the children celebrate. <laughs> Amy Grzetich was in this one too. Remember. Um, the little girl. girl Oh, the The little blonde girl who kept seeing Jason. Nancy. And then there, yeah, there was that one part where he was, like, standing there with her. And I was like, he's gonna kill her. Are they gonna show a kid get killed? The shots of Jason getting the propeller to his neck were shot in the director's parents' swimming pool. Uh, Okay. Hmm. Well, this movie made a lot of money because it was only made for $3 million and it made $20 million. So it's pretty successful for a horror movie on its sixth try. Yeah. Uh... Nowadays, that's not really a lot. No, never. But it's it's the first. Uh, but the, obviously, the the box office after this one started to decline. But this one was definitely more successful than the last one. I wonder why. Well, yeah, the last one was not. It was Toots. Yeah, and then from here, uh, the eighth one or seventh one is New Blood, and uh, that girl has uh, telekinetic powers. Oh. There's a girl telling like I understand what they tried to do. Like you got to bring something new to the table. You can't just keep this same thing. Right. The I think formula. I think Tommy does show up in this. That one, Jason might kill him. And it's just like Jason, Jason. I think Jason. Jason does kill Tommy in the seventh one. Good. But yeah, then she then he she has like telekinetic powers. She's like this whole thing. She has to go out of this cabin because she can't be by anybody because she keeps like hurting people and stuff like that with her telekinetic powers. And then she brings Jason back to life. Because, like, her dad died in the lake, and he was, like, an asshole. And, like, she think she was trying to bring her dad back to life or something. So I'm going to bring my again. asshole dad back. Maybe he wasn't an asshole. Maybe he just died in the lake. And then she tries to bring him back to life. What an asshole. But then she brings Jason back to life. Like, back to life from sleeping in the lake. That's why I don't play with that hoodoo hoodoo. And at one point, I know she, like, makes his mask, like, come off his face. And just, you know, ah! and just like, I don't know. He kills somebody with, like... Giant sun. They've tried to go creative, but there's not a lot of blood and stuff because, like I said, they're trying to keep it edited for down TV. for TV for yeah. when they did it on TV. And then I think at the end, he just goes back. He dies in the lake again. Always. She like makes him go back with her telekinetic powers. Maybe Tommy shows up at the end of that one. I don't remember. But like, yeah, he goes back into the lake again. Like the house burning house falls on him at one point. The cabin, the cabin from the other one. I don't know. But then at the and then in the seventh and eighth one he's like sitting down there, and then like the boat that's that everybody that everybody's taken to New York, like hits like a power line or something and that like hits him and like he's like man a boat. And then that the ending of that one's weird. Like he like they drown him in like the sewer. And then they it's see him. Lake, but... They see him, and then he's like reverted back to a small child. What? It's like, how does this happen? Metamorphosis. It's like a weird, like, yeah. Jason and then goes... he just has to battle Freddy eventually. But then he goes to hell, and that one in the beginning, the FBI is after him. Like, finally, like, <laughs> finally, somebody else has like realized that this guy is a fucking a supernatural nuisance. being. Like, yeah, we need to take. They like trick him like in a camp, and this chasing this girl, and then. All these spotlights go on, and he's like, "Uh," and they light him up, and they like light him up and blow him up into pieces. But then his heart's like beating, and it's like, "Oh my god, he might be this like satanic type of thing," which is a really dumb aspect. A demon. Yeah, they basically like he's like a demon, 
and like this guy eats his heart and like becomes like Jason kind of, and then the demon keeps passing from person to person. I think it, and passed yes passes to a midget at one point, but then at the end it's like Jason is like it's like the his Jason Voorhees. It's like the Voorhees like bloodline is part of that one too. With, like, his, like, great knees or something. I don't know. Some stupid... It's terrible. The only good part of the entire movie is the end when Jason's there, and he's got, like, a metal type of shiny mask now, and then when he dies, the mask is sitting on the ground, and Freddy's hand comes up out of the sand and pulls the mask down. Because then everybody was like, holy fuck, this is what we've always wanted. Because, like, I think New Line made that, and New Line made the nightmare. But then Jason X happened. Yeah. Huh? Huh? Because, like, oh, we'll take this guy's body, and we'll bring it into... We found it. A thousand years from now, we found it still on Earth. Cryogenically frozen. Yeah, what a bring it on our concept. spaceship. Why would they ever? I just don't. And then he starts killing people, and then they kill him on the spaceship. But then where he's at is like this part where it like makes other makes robots and stuff, and then like makes him into like a robot Jason. But like he he's like a RoboCop Jason. Why aren't we just watching that one? He freezes a girl's face and and then he smashes it on a counter a bunch of times. It's pretty funny. At the space. end, he floats space just floats Jace. into space. <laughs> he, we, he floats into space, and then he has to come back and fight Freddy. No, they. That's just um, a different like you kind yeah you kind of just act like that one never happened. Okay. And uh, you really, Freddy vs Jason. He's it doesn't really go in line with any of the movies. It's just kind of its own thing. But you kind of just know that these characters already exist. They kind of give him, like, a little bit of a backstory for, like, some of the characters in the movie that might have dealt with Freddy before. Like, or the kids blamed Freddy or something. I don't know. It's good, though. I like Freddy vs. Jason. I thought it was it's cl- cleverly cleverly made. It was, uh... A lot of people like that one. I yeah, like. it was well done. It was, like, it had the funny parts for, like, Freddy. There's one character in it, though, that is basically Jason Mewes. It's like, they were trying to get Jason Mewes to be in it <laughs> as... Or, like, he didn't want to. I don't know if that's true, but, like, the character is, like, the beanie on, the long blonde hair, is a stoner, and so basically says, like, snoochie boogies. <laughs> Without, like, saying it. So, Snooky burkies. Uh, but, yeah, like, Jay- Freddy's inside Jason's head a lot and stuff when he's, like, napping. <laughs> Just a nap. Yeah. Uh, and well, then, well he, like, disguised, in his dream, he, like, disguises himself as, like, Jason's mom. To, like, get him to, like, go do... He, like, he has Jason go, like, do, go do his deeds for him. Yeah. And then Jason becomes... Like, hey, simp. But then Freddy becomes comes out into the actual, like, real world, pulled through the dream, like, in the first one. And then they battle the real world. That part's pretty fucking awesome. Their battle is... Is that where Freddy, like, comes out of the water? Or Jason? Yeah, he does, like, come flying out of the water with, yeah, like, the Yeah, that's the only thing I remember from the There's trailer. a part with, like, these, like, beams that are, like, go through Freddy. There's... The movie's, like, there's... It's so bloody. It's, like, just blood everywhere. But yeah, that one's... I like that one a lot. I remember when I worked at the movie theater when that came out. I went and saw it a, quite a few times. Oh, Freddy and Jason. Yep. But uh, we're going to take a... We're going to stop our Jason madness for next week. <laughs> and move on uh, to 1990. <laughs> to a movie called Legion of Iron. None of us have ever seen this movie. We don't know what we're getting ourselves into. The cover... On Netflix looks amazing. So this movie is on Netflix. You can watch it to uh, join in and or see it after we just talk about it. Uh, it says it's an ordinary date night for Billy and Allison until mysterious forces whisk them away to an underground arena where Billy must fight for his life. Because <laughs> that's away. a thing that happens on date night. Uh, this has to be amazing and absurd and terrible and oh, it hilarious. Looks very terrible. This guy is making like a David. A turd face. He looks like what's his face? Who's the main guy in this? I don't know anybody involved in this movie. He looks like oh, is, is Dolph Lundgren in this? Oh my god, that'd be amazing! I wish Dolph Lundgren was in this. There's not even a trailer you can watch online. There's literally the whole movie on YouTube. That's all you can see on YouTube for this movie. <laughs> so Legion of Iron from 1990. It's available on YouTube if you don't have Netflix. <laughs> You can watch it there. So, uh, Billy, the character Billy is a high school football star. Ooh. You know? that, that makes him prime for gladiatorial They're kidnapped combat. from Lover's Lane. What? <laughs> well. How generic. Yeah. Yeah. So, we got that to look forward to. 
It should be uh, quite interesting. I'm sure hilarious and bad and awesome. So next week, Legion of Iron from 1990. Netflix, YouTube, check it out. For B-Movie Breakdown, I'm Corey. I'm Gina. I'm Ryan. No boobs. There were no boobs in this movie. No boobs. No boobs. boobs. It's the best of the worst. B-Movie Breakdown.